0: It's your old pal, the Cryptkeeper. Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy P. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time.
1: Quality Time Podcast.
0: And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. Quality time the dangling stuff. And, and you're listening to
2: Quality Time Broadcast.
0: And they pay
1: Like I, I can communicate with the podcast from now. Can you talk about the new movie you're telling? Sure, no problem. <laughs>
0: oh fuck, dude! Hell yeah!
1: i I'm, I think I'm almost uh up to eighty percent.
0: Eighty percent.
1: Eighty percent.
0: But every yeah. once in a while, I, I start speaking like. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. You're on the mend. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Pretty much.
0: You sound really good. Yeah, I think so. I I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and I, Ashley, you look. I know the sun is blinding you, but yeah. you know, you look like an angel right now. No also, no cap.
1: Also- Also, I'm pretty bad for the uh, podcast, so all I can do from a movie from now is just going
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, I don't remember, Jeremy, I don't remember, I can't remember if I did that in front of you one time or what. It might have been, it might have even been when I saw Eric between the time when you were getting like better out of the hospital, but I do remember at least one time being like, I wonder if I could impersonate Jeremy on an episode and (laughs) just (laughs) go, Yeah, I'm just, episode
0: i'm just gonna say jeremy to our listeners you're 100 percent again i mean there's no
2: <laughs> oh no. um jeremy forgive me if you don't want me to bring this up but i just want to let you know new york is currently hiring someone to get rid of all their rats and it's paying 170 thousand dollars a year oh my gosh um so jeremy like you might be the savior of New York. You could be Brad Duff in Graveyard Shift. Oh,
0: don't fucking play with Jeremy's heart like that. You know it's how a real thing, though. Them. They're having
2: such a bad rat problem in New York. They are willing to shell out tons of money to someone to kill all
1: the rats in New York City. You know who who would he would also work. Uh,
0: for
1: killing the rats. No nurse, nurse Ratchet, and kill more rats. Miss
2: nurse Ratchet, you rat. nurse rats,
0: ch- rat. rat shit. That's who rat. you could be. You could be nurse rat shit.
2: Jeremy, never change. Eric sent me the photo. Of your most recent kill, and I feel scared <laughs> 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 me well hold on
0: i am happy I'll happy to kick the show off into high gear with that. welcome to quality time uh, my name is Eric Woodworth. We'll go out of order first with uh the very lovely the flacken head uh wonderment straight from the pines of uh Gargothia. I made that place up It's the one and the only miss Ashley Ponys. Ashley, how are you?
2: Um, I'm confused, Daddy, yeah. but I'm here.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm here. That's what I'm here to do. Confuse.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm unfortunately alive. Thank
0: you, Ashley. And then uh, we're joined by my blood, my brother. 80% healed from his post-stroke era, Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you?
1: No problem.
0: There he is. There he is. <laughs> now before i I wanted to get introductions out of the way real quick because jeremy uh you sent me a picture of your one of your more recent kills uh of the rat in your house and i uh i did share it with ashley um and i have to be ashley what were your takes on on this picture this photograph
2: I was speechless for a while, which is hard to do (laughs) because I'm always running my trap. Um, So it was it was shocking. It was horrifying. In fact, I was very upset with Eric and never like fully alluded to why I was moments from tickling my front ham. And as soon as I go to to do the deed, I get this picture and I'm like, I cannot jack off now for several minutes. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah. It kind of ruined it ruined my orgasm.
0: Uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, Jeremy, that picture of the rat um, to describe it to our listeners. It is a rat that has been shot in the head with a BB that is dead in a in a pile of poison and that is the least disturbing thing in the photograph
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, the worst really was the worst of part of the dead rat was number one (laughs) the wife gets go goes to the to the kitchen get it get it get that right now you gotta get ready so i'm like Oh, great. I have to go take take care of a rat right now. And
0: isn't she holding it with like the little kitchen grabber, like the grabber <laughs> that you use to like In pick up trash rat-tongs? off the ground? <laughs> yeah. Mean, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> and so I have to take care of it with a fucking BB gun, which which of course then she of course flings it once it's out of the house, thank God. And, my, uh, my question yeah. is
0: the things on that shelf you can't consume any of them Jeremy Jerry there's the good t- we, should.
1: we should they are disgustingly they have been with vermin and <laughs>
0: It's really <laughs> yeah. bad, dude. And it looks like they got into like a thing of flour, um, and I've. Been, and it looks like it, it. It looks like you have cocaine rats that have gone loose uh, within your house, and then yeah, rats are filled with cocaine. <laughs> so. cocaine fueled. Um, but uh, so the other thing, Jerry, and I hope you can help me out with this. If you could look at that picture and just tell me in the lower left hand corner i was playing this fun game with ashley saying is that a dog shit that's just poking out into the corner or is it your actual toe that has been frostbitten because i'm not sure i really i looked at it for a long time i wasn't sure if you just have a mangled gnarly fucking toe because it looks like it has a toenail on the end of it but i was appalled I'm pretty I pretty much they
1: uh, they should make the new movie about cocaine bear where of course they're gonna be people that actually have cocaine that are be killed by by rats that are are killing people with rats that have uh in, in infused
0: by cocaine I would it's like, like that as a good sequel yeah
2: it's yeah. like chud but with rats yeah we just keep eating them stuff in your basement and they mutate again like graveyard shift actually it's funny you bring up Uh, Cocaine Bear Because when I heard about it I was like Oh my god Eric's doing a documentary About himself (laughs) (laughs) No but I finally
0: saw I've been hearing murmurs About uh, the Cocaine Bear And I saw the trailer This week Mm -hmm. And let me tell you What a way to send off The great Ray Liotta i mean this is his last movie he died doing cocaine bear um and also shout outs to a, com- a comedian who looks like he has a very prominent role in it maybe i'll ask him to be on the show former uh started off at coco lane scott cease is uh looks like he's a major role in cocaine bear uh
2: and he's yeah, go for it. I don't it. know if it's a major, major role, but also, by the way, good for him. Legitimately yeah. good for him. No, I get the vibe, because I thought that too, but he's not listed on the poster. So I get the vibe that poor Scott is probably going to die pretty quickly into the movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, but how awesome is that? Like, I would love oh, thought- to be in a yeah. movie where I get fucking murked. Um, I know yeah. Justin, for the last, like, three or four years, has been pining for uh Neil Blomkamp, uh the guy who made... um. Uh, District Nine and like those type of movies. Uh, he he's asked for years, to saying, "Hey, I don't care where it is. I will fly myself out. Can I just be murdered in one of your movies? That's all I want. I just want <laughs> I want some alien to vaporize me, but to be torn to shreds by a cocaine bear. I mean, B- Bill Paxton didn't even get that kind of treatment. So this is a this is a good start to his career.
2: Again, this
0: worse than a uh, uh, coke. Uh, co- co- damn it.
1: Okay, so, yeah. better than Congo with uh, Br-
0: Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So, yeah. Amy, rip Big Chin's man off. Amy.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but they were all white, weren't they? Maybe those apes were just covered in cocaine.
0: Yeah. You know, they were. It's a whole genre. You know, they never talk about Congo, about how these apes became so ultra-violent and civilized uh, because they had white privilege. Anyway, guys, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh 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 oh
1: oh oh oh! Oh wait, Happen, happening? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeremy's back, baby. Jeremy is fucking back.
1: My uh, brain is still halfway functioning.
0: <laughs> Woo hoo! Woo hoo! He's got he's working with his last two brain cells, and I'm loving it right now. Um, so um, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> 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 uh I did, uh, I do have one quick little side story, and and feel free to, of course, this is a place where we share pre show before we get into, uh, uh, our pick of the week. And, um, I did have a a show with the great Thomas Simbasso on, uh, Friday night down at a brewery in D.C. Um, and like, I guess (laughs) it was, there was a thing during the night that everybody kept saying that, uh, they were like, hey, how many people smoke weed here? Y'all, weed heads, everybody smokes weed. It's like everybody kept calling back to that. And so. We were like all right cool so me and Tommy we did our two-man act and we came out and we were uh, saying yeah like yeah weed's cool but uh where are my H heads at who's doing the heroin we're from Baltimore get the fit up in here so we became heroin advocates for the rest of the show uh, <laughs> we were like hell yeah man um, and they uh you know all. I think they I think they were into it you know they're a haughty- totty DC crowd but I think we could get them hooked on a, some good old opioids
2: Oh, Eric, you put the hero in heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I need a heroin! Can you make more joke,
1: jokes about um our little sister uh, as, as Amy, as the monkey?
0: Oh, uh, Amy, I'm your sister, Amy. <laughs> I cut my hand and went to the hospital, and they had to call the police, Amy. Um... <laughs> god sweet amelia gotta love her to death um the uh but yeah other than that just uh that was like my only highlight of uh i think the week so far there's probably some other stuff but who knows jeremy how's your road to recovery been going thus far
1: uh every once in a while i can still speak every once in a while okay (laughs)
0: Oh, and you It looks like you're able to operate a computer this week. You're clickety clacking away. I mean, it looks looks Amazing, pretty good.
1: And, and normal than normal. Yeah.
0: Well. So. Yeah, you're almost normal. Almost normal. I will. Uh. Uh. You you called me yesterday in a tizzy, Jeremy. You you do you remember the tizzy that you called me in?
1: Which one was, was
0: it? Well, you you called me and said, "Hey, I got to talk now," and it was to tell me about a video that. Pete Jackalome Uh no. y- you don't want to talk about that. Right? Okay. Never mind. That's now off the show. <laughs> please not. Okay, please not. I've been asked to not do that. Tune in for bonus content sometime in the future. Um
1: That'd
0: be a great, Patreon. That'd be great. Okay, cool, cool. Tight, tight. Uh, Ashley, what what's new with you? I know uh, it's been a it's been a chaotic week. You still have the new car. Um, the, things are the job hunt has been looking promising. What say you?
2: Um, I would just say the only thing I really have to share is when I saw the menu. We had a guest, so I didn't want us bogged down with just too much going on. But when I went and saw the menu before the movie started we see a family walk in with a little child like a six-year-old at the oldest
0: okay nice
2: we look at each other and we go oh i bet this family's in the wrong theater should we say something and we're like well it's not really any of our business they'll figure it out excuse me you know trying to figure out like you know should we just let it happen because again it's a rated r horror movie and as we're debating this i then hear the mom say to the child Uh, It's a movie about people who want to try a new restaurant. Uh, Just be quiet and ask questions after. So they knew what it was. They picked that movie. And I'm not going to ruin the movie, but I'm going to say, yeah, there's a reason it's rated R. There's a reason. Okay, cool.
0: And some some, some kid got scarred for
2: life. Yeah, I've never felt so good um, about myself. Because I'm like, that kid is going to be fucked up and he's going to shoot his parents when he's older. (laughs)
1: Um, My favorite favorite, uh, Disney movie animated called A Frozen, where they're Mm -hmm. stuck on a a chairlift and they have to get killed by wolves. So, yeah. You know, Mm. I've never
2: watched that version, but I've always wanted to. Yeah. I've always heard it. Let it
0: go. Um, Let it go. Now, Jeremy, you had mentioned that um, you sometimes have movie suggestions that we shoot down because you're um, you're incapable of falling, picking a movie within our broad um, thing. But you try. You do. Truly, you try all, all the time. But I said we'd have a brief moment just so we could have a spoiler free uh, to share your thoughts about the movie Barbarian, which you just saw.
1: Yeah, it was at least over over uh, at least two months now
0: it has been two months yeah correct
1: so what 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 about uh, too many dis- spoilers I mean what
0: well yeah we don't want to spoil it of course it's still a pretty new movie it came out same this year
1: as, uh, Jeepers Creepers
0: okay you think it's the same as Jeepers Creepers because it has Justin Long that is correct yeah I, I see okay all right um, I liked Barbarian a lot. And boy, oh boy, I'll tell you one thing. I, it's not really a spoiler, but I have I make my white Russians with titty milk from now on.
2: That's all I'll say. <laughs> do you make it? No, but I mean, do you make it yourself? Do yeah. you squeeze your own titty and just get that white that yeah. white milk coming out of it? The C is
0: my middle name, and it stands for uh, colostrum. Um, that's when I express through my thick nipples
1: that ain't no milk that ain't no uh, um, almond milk
2: wait wait Eric if you if you drink your own breast milk will you still be lactose intolerant
0: <laughs> I am lactose intolerant now Have I don't know if I've told the listeners this but I I've had a legit thing my entire life where I probably drank close to like at least a half a gallon to a gallon and a half of milk a week okay my entire life now one,
1: are you are six six or four months old or, or? I, I
0: don't know i just have always drank milk even when i was broke i was just like well if i'm gonna go to the grocery store and buy some fucking milk i'm gonna need milk this week um yeah but i always love milk um i still do i love the taste of milk but i a couple years ago i kind of cut milk out of my diet uh because i was losing weight and stuff like that and it just didn't fit in so uh When I did that, uh, I've tried to drink milk and, uh, I've learned that, uh, I just get really violently ill every time I drink it. Like not even like a little bit, like I, and I'll do it a lot of times after I've been drinking after night, I'm like, fuck it. I can have milk and cookies again. I can live my life and I'll drink like a fucking pint of milk and it will ruin me for the next 24 to 48 hours.
2: Eric, I'm sorry. Did you say you will drink alcohol then have milk?
0: yeah sometimes yeah for sure um, I, I mean milk any time but I know that it hurts me but sometimes when I'm drunk I'm like fuck it just give me some milk um, and I'll drink milk you know it's a nice little nightcap to the evening um, but there is a timer like almost every time I drink if I drink it before I go to bed let's say I, okay. I hit the sack around like 11-ish somewhere around there uh, the gurgling gets uncontrollable around 3am and I go oh fuck oh fuck it's like it's one of those ones where you're not, where you have to carefully walk because it one like if you unclench the hole too much, like it's there. You know what I mean? Like only thing that's holding back, uh, like a streak of doo doo, uh, of wet fucking froth is just your butthole. Um, that's kind of what happens to me. Um, yeah,
2: the the guard is asleep at the gate. I guess. Yeah,
0: it's bad, but I fucking I I love milk. I've tried almond milk but f- god it fucking sucks it's not, it's not the mil- same i don't want any milk unless it comes from a titty maybe I, I wonder if goat milk would fuck me up
2: um no i mean goat milk is good for you i just the taste just like you said the taste isn't going to be the same goat cheese is fantastic now are you still able to eat regular cheese
0: all the time i'm having cheese all the time <laughs> i never I don't stop know. it
2: well so there's lactose in cheese so um I'm just throwing this other. I'm not totally sure you're lactose intolerant, though you may have a sensitivity now to milk or the amount that you're drinking. You just can't anymore. You may have to just cut it back.
0: Well, every time I've had milk entered into my system, just bad things happen. So, you know. Yeah, it could be you drink it after alcohol it may not be a good mix but who knows <laughs> no i mean I, I i i say that because i've stopped other times like i've learned it not just after a, a night of binge drinking um there's been other t- there's been other tests that have happened and by that i mean oh i had milk and cookies this afternoon and now i need to spray fucking shotgun pellets
2: out of my asshole um i'm i'm really sorry it in no way is probably god's punishment for <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am sorry. I don't know.
0: And the and the seventh plague he sent upon him a lactose intolerance. So <laughs> your, violent that it killed his firstborn
2: son. <laughs> your children's children, the sins of your father's pornography, Aval.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn you father. Damn for staring you. at
2: these milkers that weren't your wives. I'll give your son's life talk. God damn it. Um, but yeah, all right. But you know what?
0: We're just happy that Jeremy's back. Ashley, you're here. And this week, man, Jeremy, you had a doozy of a movie you picked out for us. Uh, the, this 1985 movie I'd never heard of. The Boys Next Door. Um Jeremy, why The Boys Next Door?
1: Uh not only not only really uh probably most anti social movie I'd seen in the eighties, uh but also a really great um uh Charlie Sheen movie. So
0: it is a great Charlie Sheen movie. Um, it, it chronicles the the story of uh, two young lads, Roy and Bo, as they leave their small California town uh, for the weekend after graduation for a short road trip to Los Angeles, where they soon find themselves lashing out and leaving a trail of bodies behind them. The violence escalates throughout. Um, uh, it, it does have quite the star-studded cast, I will say, Jerry. Me. of course Bo richards played by charlie sheen who's 18 in this movie uh max maxwell caulfield who's well into like his mid-20s by this movie and looks it um he's also <laughs> fucking jacked like he should be in the movie 300 makes no sense he's playing roy
2: so i'm glad you brought that up and it wasn't i mean i thought we'd all be on the same page but I wasn't sure because it did make a note especially it was most noticeable when we see them sitting in class and you can see the light hitting the five (laughs) o'clock shadow and i was like i can't believe he's playing a senior in high school maybe a senior citizen but (laughs) yeah i
0: mean Maxwell Caulfield he fucked four teachers that morning before the shoot. I mean, his just look at that fella. Um and he, people might know Maxwell Caulfield more uh from his most famous role of course of playing Sexy Rex from the movie um uh Empire Records. He plays Rex Manning uh in <laughs> that is that's the same fella so that that's 10 years later so he looks like a 45 year old man in that movie <laughs> oh my god this 10 years before he's playing a teenager a fucking jack ate- teenager high on HGH <laughs> he aged so bad <laughs> pretty
1: much the same as uh, Grease too. so
0: yeah well, yes I t- it's funny that you mentioned Greece 2 because this was his first movie back from Greece 2 where he thought he would never work again because um, Grease 2 had bombed so fucking bad. Um, he uh, he got this and uh, actually turned down the movie at first because he thought it was too violent of a script. And then his wife said, hey, read it one more time, which basically means like, do you really need the job? Can you take this, please? Um, <laughs> we need you to work. Where
1: are you, where are you
0: going? Baltimore? 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 Michelle Pfeiffer, there you go. You're making a, uh, okay, all right. I see where you're going there.
2: I mean, I can sympathize with his wife because who in comedy hasn't been like, I don't think I'm going to take the gig and be like, we really need those drink tickets.
1: (laughs) I'm going to talk about the most prolific moment from uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, damn it. The high school parks. In, uh, in the movie.
0: Yeah, so. please, tell us about it. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure which, which you're trying to get out, but we'll, we'll wait.
1: Song, uh, Bullet Valley Girl.
0: So. Oh, you want Valley Girl now, okay. I don't know, Jeremy asked me to pull this up. I don't know what the bit is at all, but we're just going to play it. And- Valley Girl. there we go valley girl moon unit zappa from the movie boys next door yes yeah. M- moon unit zappa is uh is in this movie and she is a valley girl um
1: Can you name another uh, uh zappa um video that she was in in the uh 80s uh t- was it hot for teacher uh no that would be uh uh, uh oh gosh Ozzy, Ozzy's song uh Shot in the Dark where where he's uh uh doing uh the the he's one of the dudes from the from the video
0: yeah Hey Jeremy I Shot
1: in the Dark don't you blame cuz Ozzy's in that video
0: yeah if there's one thing I'm just grateful that wonderful mind of yours <laughs> was in no way damaged by the stroke and that you are perfect in every way. <laughs> Weasel.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Dweezil. Yep. Dweezil.
1: The other Zappa. In, um, in the-
2: um, real quick, hear me out. Jeremy, you're musically talented. Maybe this is your renaissance. And we could do a cover band. And we could... <laughs> call it weasel zappa and it's just you throwing rats into an electrified fence
0: there's also a lot of uh, wonderful character actors but i'd say this gentleman he's a transcended character actor that's the great christopher mcdonald who plays detective mark uh in this uh of course most famous for being shooter mcgavin i think in uh in happy gil uh happy gilmore yeah right yeah shooter That ah, makes sense. Shit.
2: god he's adorable he is, is he
0: adorable really did you did, yeah. does he still do it for you like in the movie uh is he in the what movie was he in recently that i saw he
2: has done something recently oh yeah. no he was no,
0: in I'm... the fucking movie oh that whatever that whatever that thing the watcher did you watch the watcher god it's fucking bad
2: yeah. it's where you that You mean like recently on shutter no oh, no on... you mean the one on netflix by the same name correct yes <laughs> No, I have not watched that. No, I mean he's he's obviously aged. I couldn't like, suggest it fine. less. <laughs> but like him, him in this movie up until yeah, like yeah, she uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. Like he could definitely get it. Like he's got a real, he's got a real asshole vibe that you wouldn't marry, but you let him fuck you. Um, yeah, i will be down with some McDonald. I yeah, like yeah
0: i like him in uh slc punk because he plays uh uh the dad in slc punk and he's just like i didn't sell out son i bought in
2: (laughs) um that's one where i'd fuck both him and matthew lillard oh my
0: god god what a fucking what a fucking tag team what a little devil's (sighs) triangle you'd be in the middle of there
2: so damp
0: hell yeah. yeah And uh, I'd be remiss uh, not to mention this, and Jeremy made it very clear that I have clips pulled up. Uh, There is, I'm not even sure what this guy's fucking name is, but Jeremy probably Ah. knows it. Um, It's the guy from UHF who plays the ultimate fucking bum. Uh, I'll play the clip from UHF first.
1: You got change? Oh, uh, sure.
0: What a great scene. Ninety
1: five, five uh, One dollar. Thanks, mister.
0: That that fellow right there who uh actually witnesses their first crime in LA and blames it on black people. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking by just as they were leaving. Cadillac. <laughs> <Headless. laughs> were well, they in a the car? Yeah, they got a car. Cadillac, sports. Already. There we go. Um, so <laughs> uh, acclaimed bum, that guy. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy was—he was so tickled trying to explain.
2: It has the bum from UHF, and also the bum from Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Here, you're right. In but I have to ask Jeremy. I'm assuming I know what the hierarchy is, which is little people slash midgets first. And then yes. bums like famous bums second get you get you all excited. It is true. I,
1: I have gotten just gotten uh, figured out this big big bum star <laughs> is this guy named Radio Man. That he, he's like the new uh, bum from New York movies. That oh, and also. <laughs> If <laughs> you actually meet this guy I have
0: seen Radio Man I know who you're talking about there's like a little short YouTube thing um, about his appearances in various New York movies and he's just a homeless man that carries a boombox still
1: yeah and, and some of the people me I'm like oh he smells really bad
0: don't don't <laughs> I don't like hey don't don't smell shame the homeless um <laughs> baby ow so, uh, now Jeremy, I, I forget the other guy's name, but the, the bum from Pee-wee's Playhouse also has a role in there where he has reprised his role as a bum in this movie because he almost gets run over by the two teens. Uh, it's the guy, Jimmy crack and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeremy made it made it a point that both of those people are in this fucking horrible movie. Um, okay. I, uh it, it kind of starts off how to explain this movie um, it, it's just about two young white fellas that are like you know what we gotta go to LA we're graduating and they start off by beating the shit out of an Iranian guy at a fucking gas station because they try to rip him off for two dollars <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's the first uh, uh, violence of the movie where they're just a bunch of dumb scumbag uh, high school guys or like, oh, oh, we have to go to the party in and, and piss in our pool with with all the jocks. And of course when they get out of the out of the pool party they're like, Oh, we get we get to terrorize their dog. And they 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 get the dog uh, in uh, as part of the
2: uh, their terrorization of the dog. <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool. Which I was scared the whole movie that the dog was gonna die. <laughs> I was on edge the whole movie. That I was like, please don't make me watch this dog die. Also, if I peed in a pool right now, it would turn red.
0: Oh, uh, I do have a fun fact. Thank you for that, Ashley. You're attracting Here. cocaine bears. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, the. Uh, fun fact about this movie there's not a lot of fun facts about it but one of them was that the uh, the part of Charlie Sheen uh, somebody else did try out for it and was quote unquote s- was said to be too psychotic and they turned him down but we could have had a movie this movie starred Crispin Glover uh, which oh probably
2: <laughs> I- you mean you mean River's Edge yes. Crispin Glover <laughs>
0: Come on, man. <laughs> Why can't I just get some puss? <laughs> get your damn hands on her, man. <laughs> oh,
2: Crispin Glover. What a fucking wonderful weirdo. <laughs> he
0: is a fucking wonderful
2: weirdo.
1: That's uh, a much di- different uh, version of uh, Back to the Future that, that this would be. So.
2: God yeah that would be pretty no it's uh Eric's right I mean it's um it's a weird start to the film um where it's like they're obviously not liked for very obvious reasons um but I also just want to point out as we move on a little bit sorry if I'm getting ahead Eric but when we get to meet um the the dad of of not Bo I'm sorry what's the name of the other one yeah, their dad. Um,
0: um, you're talking about Bo or Roy? Roy's dad. Roy. So li-
2: we meet Roy's dad, and I just, I just want to enlighten um, all the listeners, and I just want to let people know that um, you can also have rich parents and still turn out to be a psychopath. Okay, we're good.
0: Yeah, isn't one of, <laughs> one of their parents also is the great Michael Keaton, who doesn't even speak in the movie, right? Isn't that him sitting on the? Uh, isn't that Michael Keaton who's like in like a semi-bald thing, just sitting on the thing? Like, eh, yeah, yeah. is it not, Jeremy? Did I fuck this up? I was sure it was Michael Keaton. What? No, it's just some old uh,
1: old guy that didn't even say anything. <laughs> I mean, he's like, "Hey, son, how you doing? Good, uh, working there? How, how's life with you? You know." So,
0: <laughs> I was sure that Michael Keaton was in the trailer but sitting there. That's
2: gotta be. Mm. Bo's dad, right? Because Roy's dad is the one that just sits in the easy boy in the trailer park. Yeah, right?
0: that's the that's what I'm talking about. I thought I thought that was Michael Keaton. Uh, oh,
1: was ba- par- barely kind of kind of looks like him a little bit. So.
0: No, maybe he's like the Russian version. My name is Mikhail Keaton. From
1: my multiplicity
0: yeah. I'm from multiplicity. Yeah. Uh, we love it. We like. <laughs> And in russia multiplicity is when you invade other foreign countries yes and we multiply (laughs) russia
2: (laughs) Um. jesus um (laughs) i also love when he's like almost getting recruited roy is almost getting recruited and i'm like yeah this is the perfect person you want in the military he loves to kill people Mm -hmm. um so i love listening to that and when Charlie Sheen's character, Bo, is like, ah, you don't want to join the military, and they're having this whole conversation. He's like, What, you want a bullet in your butt? And I was like, No, my bullet goes in my vagina.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> um it's a special moment when you become into the uh the enlisted, like, huh, you know? I was okay until I was invested in, in enlisted and got uh choked. And then the the look the look of like Oh, I'm I'm going to start kill people now. So like <laughs> Oh, look. How's piled how's piled because these would be it'd be with <laughs> with the uh the uh the soap the soap uh the, the um,
0: yeah, the blanket party with the soaps and the and the and the yeah, and the socks. Yeah, I gotcha. Perfect.
1: Perfect great. Same, same same as a uh, SUI.
0: Dum dum. So. You haven't missed a beat. And the as we move along, uh, so they beat up this gas station attendant within an inch of his life. The police come and investigate him, and they're like, Gosh, just for two dollars, um, what is this sick world coming to? And as they go through, I'm trying to remember the next event that they ended up doing. Uh, was it, hey, Mr. Is it Mr., Mr., you have a penny? Yeah, that guy comes um, and he, the we already played his clip, he, he said it was blacks and Puerto Ricans
2: well so just want to back up for one hot second when they do that can can we just talk about it for a second i know that <clears throat> the phrase camel jockey <laughs> is a pejorative term but like out of all the pejorative terms why does it still sound like you have a skill though it does it is <laughs> like a, yeah that's the worst thing i've ever been called um
1: i'd love to have my own go, you know
0: i'd love to have my own camel jockey in my front yard it would be nice
2: <laughs> maybe a camel toe jockey yeah, anyway yeah, just a uh, fucking <laughs>
0: fat puss uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but so if i'm not mistaken i think you were trying to remember what the next thing is i know they go driving around right like that's a big yeah. like, scene we have drags on forever where they just Yeah,
0: and they go they basically go cruising and they don't realize they're cruising. Um yeah. they find a gay bar, I think is the next major thing. Uh where they're just like, Oh cool. I think you're gonna meet the Venice Beach uh
1: crowd where like, Oh look, there's an old lady that's getting getting uh, uh oh being a bitch about the the gold the uh Rasta guy just, just
2: Yes! And they run over that girl in the le- le- uh, leopard print, like, bikini, and she's on the foot of the car.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They run that girl over. And don't they leave the fucking dog behind, and we just don't see the dog anymore? And they're like, fuck, we left the dog. And they're like, oh, well. Wow.
1: <laughs> sad as part of the real movie right
0: there. They just mm-hmm. left your poor, sweet chip behind, uh... Jeremy
2: Well, a dog that they stole from someone else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now just imagine if Crispin Glover was in this, in this movie would have fucking stomped that dog out like a fucking gusher.
1: Uh, <laughs> Another Crispin Glover film. Yes.
0: Yeah, have you yeah. ever seen that clip where Crispin Glover stomps the fucking little dog and just like just turns it into a blood pile? I think it's called I think it's from Wilford or something. Oh,
2: wow, is it? Willard. Willard. I've seen Willard. It's been a while. The only the only version of Crispin Go- Glover that I try to hold on to, so that I can tolerate his works, is um, I loved him in the Friday the Thirteenth. I forget which one it was. was uh, it four?
0: Part four, I believe. I believe that's part four. four.
2: Okay, that's the part of him that like is kind of young and adorable and innocent. That I'm like, oh, he's dancing. This Crispin Glover, not the psychotic dude that you think will kill you in your sleep.
0: It's really good dancing scene so i mean there's lots of famous families out there but i think one that gets underrated is um you know the brothers from another mother and that's crispin and danny glover Pr- really strong family ties and i don't think they get mentioned enough i mean yeah we got emilio and charlie great but you know give me a danny and crispin glover movie any day of the week
2: are we talking like a twins reboot mm-hmm.
0: where they just play themselves and they just admit that they're brothers. That's and then,
2: how did you, how did this happen? Be like, yeah, we shared the same uterus. Yeah. Know, the same dad.
0: Yeah. What's it to you? And the, the
1: family purple. Yeah.
0: And the family purple. Yes. Crispin Glover in the color purple would be great. Yeah. Uh, purple, purple rain. Yeah. Why don't so. you get your ass back in here, bitch? <laughs> Just being mean to Whoopi Goldberg and being a no. fucking bastard.
2: <laughs> no, I want him. I want him in in Whoopi's place. Be like, I want to sing. <laughs> 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 I just want him standing over that trough peeing out in the middle of nowhere.
0: How do we um, how do we get this made the crisp and purple? Um that's what I need to happen. Um so they go on that little bit of a spree, then they go cruising around and they eventually make it to the gay bar and they're like, uh, I don't know if we can get in here." And it takes them a solid like 5 or 6 minutes to realize they're in the gay bar when everybody I wanted to, when they pulled up, I was like Pretty much a gay bar right here. Uh, right away, I spotted it. I was like, uh, "These, yeah. We, how old are you? Cool, eighteen. Legal. That'll work. Come on in." And uh,
1: I'm very happy. I'm very happy that when right, I get it, happy. Mm-hmm. The first time that when I went to Nads, it took me at least ten seconds that I realized that I was actually in a gay bar.
2: So. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's called Nads. Bad, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, we. I, I started doing comedy at a place called New Age Dine and Dance, uh, <laughs> or, or NADS, uh, and it was like the first time I had actually done stand-up in Baltimore, and uh, it was very- um it was very lovely but it's also it was connected to one of the longest uh standing gay bars as well uh which was right next door. Um so I would bring like my tough rugby player friends over and that I would never tell them it was a gay bar. I'm like yeah just come on out man. it's good it's good, 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 good night with the fellas. And then I don't uh,
2: remember you ever telling me this. <laughs>
0: So I'd be like, yeah, it's a good night with the fellas, and I just remember like doing comedy and people laughing, and then they're like, we'd just see like a couple of trans women walk by and just go culture shock. <laughs> 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 and my friends go, what the fuck? And I would always, my favorite bit was like if somebody had come out because I'd perform there a bunch starting out, and you know when you start out doing comedy, your friends are actually excited to see you. It's nice, right? They believe in you. Uh, they didn't know like for the next ten years you'd just be doing. Not much different, um, but so the uh, the the I used to always like when I was in there, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, hey Greg." yeah I was like hey did you know this the other cool thing about this place there's a whole another bar right through to this place yeah go in there (laughs) and so I sent my buddy Greg (laughs) Greg over there and he he disappears for a couple minutes he comes back and and I was like hey what's up and he just fucking punches me in the arm (laughs) fucking hard as shit (laughs) he goes he was just like you didn't warn me about shit you just sent me over there didn't you (laughs) i was like yeah oh did you like it it's a good bar and he goes he's like i walked in i was like oh there's no chicks here cool (laughs) and then i looked up and i was just like oh wait a minute there's no sports on the tv (laughs) (laughs) and then he goes and then there was
2: two guys making out in front of me (laughs) (laughs)
0: so uh good times good times
2: i still i still equate that to when i was in nicaragua and that time i didn't know that i was in a brothel and not a hotel (laughs)
0: oh i i this is the last story i swear about nads so nads eventually went under and they decided to like not do that and just make the gay bar bigger because it sold more stuff uh there which makes sense right uh capitalism so uh I was in there and I, I performed at the last night. It was going to be called Nads, okay. And it was uh, uh, I was there. Had my friends come out? It was a really great show. Shout out Justin Jones, friend of the show, used to book that. And uh, <laughs> probably, I
1: remember probably our second our second lar- largest uh, Stuka show.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I go and um, I remember I left my my Salisbury rugby jacket, which was very dear to me. I had left that there. Uh, that night so i had to go back and get it um and so he went about a week later and i i'd gotten i had reached out through facebook and got the uh the bartenders uh info and i said hey can i come can you grab my jacket and just hold on to it i'll come and get it next time I'm in baltimore i'd really appreciate it and she's like yeah no problem i go and she lives about like a mile away from the bar i go one morning and go pick it up and uh then now it's been full conversion it's officially the gay bar now and uh, and actually, it was called. Uh, I don't know if it's still called this uh, or not, but it was. It changed its name to Triple L's, which was Larry's Leather Lounge. Okay? <laughs> Larry's Larry's Leather Lounge, which was a place where you could it. It would sell sex toys as well as alcohol. So you know, I mean, if you're gay, this is a this is a night out on the town. It sounds fun, right? I go to pick this up, and it was her first night working the bar, and she goes. And I just remember this haggard look on her face. Like she'd just, she'd seen some shit last night, right? <laughs> and I go, uh, how was, uh, Larry's leather lounge last night? Did that, was it good? I mean, good turn? She's like, she just takes a pull off the cigarette and goes, <laughs> I don't need this shit. And I was like, what? And, <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> yeah, I was serving drinks to a guy last night. Um, whose friend uh, was shoving a dildo in his ass at the bar. And I <laughs> had to sell that guy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was, uh, and I just remember like questioning all of like, I'm a bartender. I don't have to see gay pornography while I'm working. Like just, uh, it was fun. You know, it was a good well- time.
2: Well you know what's nice is two people got a tip that night.
0: Hey
1: <laughs> favorite, my favorite uh my favorite uh song by the way.
0: I wanna take you to
1: a gay bar. I wanna take you to a I love
0: it. I do, I love electric six. Shout outs. Um now uh they, they they're able to pick up a guy at the gay bar and they they go back to his place and uh um <laughs> uh, old old Roy decides he's like hey I got a fucking hot bod let me show this thing up and get this gay guy all horned up he's not gonna be able to handle all this fucking masculine energy and uh, just when he comes up behind him he starts choking him and uh, it quickly escalates to a full-blown murder after they beat him up and then shoot him underneath the uh, the coffee table Um and uh, I think it was was it Charlie Sheen who actually pulls it? No, he pulls the gun, and then the other guy takes it. He's just like, "Stop being a pussy.
2: Well, what we seem to like see throughout the movie is I think it's kind of obvious, and they set us up this way from the beginning, is that like it seems like Charlie Sheen's character, Bo has obvious issues, but he kind of follows whatever excessive buildup like roy is doing as he continues to get more and more violent and i think this is probably what like the first time we really start to see bo's character be like this is becoming less fun yeah i don't know if i want to do this
0: yeah i have one little clip from the movie here we go here's uh here's bo explaining the um what it's like to be engaged in like terrible murders and stuff like that i don't know man i was banging seven gram rocks and finishing them because that's how i roll i have one speed i have one
2: gear go because I'm me, I'm different. I just have a different constitution. I have a different brain. I have a different heart. I have a different, you know, I got tiger blood, man. I'm i am too smart, too smart to blink, and I cured my brain. That's epic. The run I was on made Sinatra, Flynn, Jagger, Richards, all of them just look like,
0: you know, droopy-eyed, armless children. I exposed people to magic. I exposed them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. I may forget about them tomorrow, but they'll live
2: with that memory for the rest of their lives, and that's a gift.
0: There you go. There you go. So...
2: <laughs> um. Actually, uh, Eric, did you guys think it was kind of like a cool Easter egg at the beginning of the movie when Charlie Sheen drew his own outline?
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. That is, That is good. That is good. Very, very telling about Mr. Sheen's life past this. You know, I want to believe in like some reality that Charlie Sheen uh, is living like Robert Downey Jr. is now, and Robert Downey Jr. is still a train wreck. You know, we have a Charlie <laughs> Sheen Iron Man who's just talking about, "I'm the richest man in the world." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I
2: don't like this. <laughs>
0: Charlie Sheen is going to the children's hospital as well. Robert Downey Jr. is just still an absolute fucking wreck. Um,
2: Oh, God. Does that mean Emilio, though, is also an Avenger?
0: (laughs) No. Emilio just barely gets invited to fucking Sheen Thanksgiving. Okay? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Not <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Not like I wouldn't know how that feels. Dude. No, he is, but he is in I'm a size narrower world. Size noir world. Yes, I am excited though because Emilio Estevez. I was I, I saw something on this. Um, it was a. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the production company. It's uh, called Vivid Entertainment, and it looks like starring Emilio Estevez, The Mighty Cucks. Okay, this sounds promising. Uh, I'm glad he's going to be back.
2: Are we being telepathic? Because I was like, let Eric finish his thought and then call Eric a mighty guy. There
0: you <laughs> go. Sometimes you got to steal it before you. I get it. Uh, uh-huh. My politeness was like, let him go first. <laughs> <laughs> so they they end up killing this, uh, this, this gay fella and then uh, go back out on the streets. And this time they go to head to the arcade. Jeremy, what were some of your favorite arcade games that you saw in there?
1: Oh, really good, uh, Zaxxon, and definitely uh, a, a Galaxian, if not a ga- Galaga. It's always Galaga by the Woodworth, uh, uh Barlow brother. Galaga, oh. Galaga, uh, Galaga, yeah, Galaga. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, do, do, do we, are, are we gonna gloss about the, the, the really um, homophobic cop?
0: Well, I think this happens like right after this scene in the arcade is the cops then come back to the crime scene Um, but okay fine we'll go back to that Um, the cops come in and there's like he's like uh oh looks like this fairy over here is dead Uh, he's like a super homophobic cop and then the one cop is like he was a man damn it Uh, (laughs) gets very angry with this fucking uh, bargain budget Sipowitz um i do like the fact that uh you know i feel like it's it's just crazy like that they would portray police as uh <laughs> big and not understanding of somebody's plight you know i think that was i didn't like that in the movie uh <laughs> so uh as uh as things progress uh they do get a and lead Artie, the Artie lang cop yes yes they, they are able to get There's also another f- funny investigation Scene in this movie that we, we glanced Over because they get a they get a Make of the car after the guy who gets beat up They talk to him in the thing and they're like It's gray and the other guy's like it's probably Primer he's like see this is easy The fucking wackadoo <laughs> Other guy who's in the hospital He's like looks like I'm a police officer
2: uh- <laughs> Oh It's funny you bring him up Eric Because if I'm not mistaken too When he asks him to be quiet or whatever. He's like, I got your quiet right here and like grabs his knee and I'm like, there's no bulge.
0: (laughs) I'm grabbing all cock over by my kneecap. Uh...
2: (laughs) (laughs) so' uh, Just grab the cap and be like I've got no cartilage in it you have to suck okay? <laughs> but
0: now they have a solid uh they have a solid frame of reference of who the boys are their names the car they're driving is in fact primer gray they got a lot of good leads what the, so, the one
1: that really helped helped with the with the lead was the guy from the uh gas station a hey, list shirt. Did you help stay with the money the the penny with helping with the primary
0: dump car? Yeah. Wow, Mr. ditch a penny. Ha, damn. And then the uh you know, I I also like when they're questioning the gay guy. The gay guy goes, "It was a Dodge, it was a Dodge Road And he was just like, "How do you know that?" He's like, I wasn't only show tunes before this, or they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like. He's like, I might be gay, but I know my cause, damn it.
1: <laughs> this is also um, Ru, Ru-, Ru-, Ru- Paul's fa- famous uh, gay gay chi- chi show, Drag Drag Race. Got it. Right. There you go. Yeah,
2: the the criminals sashayed away.
1: All Mopar parts and all the best. Uh, Ro- Ro- RuPaul's uh, T show. Oh, hell yeah!
0: <laughs> okay, woo, Jeremy. There's a lot of almost ideas you get out in this episode. Um, <laughs> You're getting there. He's at eighty percent. People, give him a fucking break. Uh,
2: You're like my phone. You got this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I
0: got it. I got it. Listen, there's a way you could. You, I can't tell you to word it better because you can't <laughs> um, right now. <laughs> I love you to it's death. Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> uh at, at at they're at the arcade and uh, Charlie Sheen is just like, you know what? I see some hot ladies here tonight i gotta go check this out uh he goes to go impress her like how how you impress most women be really good at the shooting game at the arcade um and he gets in there and you know what he's not that great her boyfriend comes over and fucking crushes it um immediately and just like man i'm never gonna get there as long as people like him are around who are better at video games than me <laughs> so uh
1: that special uh, son of sam way of uh, taking care of uh
0: yeah, yeah, and then yeah, she they walk outside, they fight him in a car, and uh, uh, good old uh, good old uh, Rex Manning goes and blows both of them away. But Charlie Sheen's man is like, "Hey, why'd you kill the girl?" <laughs> he was just like, "She was gonna want me if that if you didn't kill her, because uh, nothing. She was just not. She was just, we made her single. That's all." Also, my
1: <laughs> favorite my show, uh, David and Goliath. I need more blood, Davey. <laughs> I need to kill it into, the, into the, the cars. Excellent,
0: excellent. Uh, so they uh, they then go off, but uh, uh, eventually Charlie Sheen finds a, a very lovely lady who's into crystals. And... Uh, And nothing about finding a psychopath out on the streets that says, "Uh uh-oh, here's a lady with crystals. This is going to be a relationship that will last forever. And (laughs) she woos him with her power of mystic gems uh, and takes both boys back to her place where finally Charlie Sheen gets some puss. Um, But our friend his friend is not into it he's uh he's a little bit upset that his friend's getting getting uh knocked up and he decides you know what maybe it's time for me to join in the party and he was unfortunately not invited and a little sexual start starts salt starts to happen uh but charlie sheen tries to break it up and instead he just like shakes the shit out of her until her neck breaks uh which is quite a i've never seen it before i've never seen somebody like hold on let me do some sex to you and then um just snapped it like she's fucking steven seagal in under siege
2: <laughs> yeah i've never seen sexual assault like that like break the neck i mean it's broken the spirit for sure um
1: <laughs> michael scene of uh neck neck uh breaking so
0: a Michael Roker of neck-breaking. Okay, I'll just accept that.
1: Henry, Henry Lee Lucas, yeah.
0: Okay. I don't remember the neck-breaking that. I only remember the TV scene. That's the one that always stuck with me.
1: Pretty much the same uh, uh, actors from uh, the movie uh, Modern Problems with uh, uh, Chevy Chase. So oh,
0: I'm glad you said it because that was actually the next thing in my notes. Excellent. Um,
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, uh, obviously, uh... Um, Charlie Jean is a, a little upset by all this and g- says, what's the matter with you and this? But he's still kind of into the whole thrill of it, you know? Because the whole idea of this is like they're thrill killers and you never know And a couple of teens that seem like the boys next door could just go off and start raping and killing everybody. Um, and that's uh, that's basically what the story's supposed to be. Um, the thing that actually inspired this movie uh, was Penelope Seifers had just uh, basically... I was watching like I think the trial of Henry Lee Lucas, and they just said, "Yeah, he was just like the guy next door," and he was just like, "Oh, that's a good movie idea." And she would go on to make such fucking terrifying movies as the '90s Beverly Hillbillies, as well as the um, uh, the Little Rascals '90s movies. Hey, hey, um. Uh. But this whole script was actually written by Glenn Morgan and James Wong, who are uh, would eventually become the architects of the X Files. So, uh, it does have like a very X Filesy kind of episode feel. Like the the characters. Like the only thing this needs is Agent Scully and Mulder tracking these guys down. You know, um, feels like it to me, a little bit. I
2: mean. I, I don't think you know what though I don't think I'd be into it if I had to also worry about aliens I mean I know they're already probe like I get that but I don't think I could I could enjoy the show knowing I might be walking around and some guy like yells out his spaceship like hey let me get some of that pussy and then I reject him and then he he snaps my neck I don't think I could handle that with a gray oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, want, I want more um ex- episodes of the, the x Files where they'll just have cops talking to each other like Hey Mulder, you know if you if these uh you know these murders happen if we haven't like yeah I don't know Mulder if you if you had these aliens ever
0: killed anybody in these uh, episodes or anything? So. Scully and Mulder do seem like they have sex to yacht rock. Um, if that makes yes. sense, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they yeah. all, their Christopher Crossing just gets their Lloyds moist. Um, yeah.
2: Big Eddie Money fans. Yes.
0: For sure. <laughs>
2: but you know, I actually had a show for a while on YouTube called the X Y Files, and it was just me looking through all the dick pics I've been sent.
0: Oh, very nice. You know, that sounds like a fun. That sounds like a fun show. Let's just, yeah. let's just let's just change. We'll do one episode where we just rate the dick pics that have been sent to you. I think it'll be. Yeah. fun. We'll just sit here and. And then oh. even
2: even better if I'm like Eric, can you guess? You might actually know something.
0: I I know a couple of the cocks in there. Who knows? Yeah.
2: Oh my god! Ooh, what if we got the same cock? Oh. We're like, oh my god, we both have gotten the same dick pics. Ooh, that would be fun. Ooh, how
0: about this: the quality time cock picture matching game, where we like, you know how you like have face down and you're like, oh nope, that one doesn't match like that, and you do that. That would be
2: fun. The game Guess Who, where you have like all these tiles of people's faces yeah. and you have to guess who, but instead it's penises and you're like, okay, does it curve? And I'm like, no, when yeah. I flip that one down, and are, you're like, is we, it circumcised? I'm like, no. You go, are they
0: an open mic uh, They go. And she goes, uh and you go, uh yes, and you leave all no. of them up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have they ever called you a slut before? And I'm like, I, I can't flip any tiles. <laughs>
0: uh, what? Well, <laughs>
2: Just,
0: um so they're uh, back on the run, but uh, now their, their car has been double parked uh, and they have to go flee to the, um, to the mall. Where I like that this is such an 80s movie. It has to have a climax at the mall, of all places, as they're chasing them around from store to store and uh, evading the police. And in, in what is far too long of a chase scene in a mall, uh, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Um, but eventually ends with Charlie Sheen actually killing his friend. Um, and uh, they finally apprehend Charlie Sheen, and they ask him, "Hey, why'd you kill your friend?" I had to. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> 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 and then he they walk him out in slow motion for like the next three minutes uh, as credits start to roll. Uh, and that is uh that brings us to an illustrious end of uh the boys next door, Jeremy. Give us one word that describes your feelings after watching The Boys Next Door.
1: Uh my favorite part of the movie has to be the uh the rockman uh, uh sound of uh of the Boston sound from the 80s and also very very uh Eddie Van Eddie Van Halen uh music also which was also very much uh, part of the, the Western, uh, decline of civilization.
0: Lots of eighties metal music is what you liked about it most.
1: Yeah. That was my other base, base, basic. Also, also probably the best, best, uh, murder movie also was probably river's edge next to this.
0: <laughs> i which, uh, check out our archives. We do have a river's edge episode and, uh, one of, one of, one of, uh, I, I'll dare I say Dennis Hopper's greatest role ever played was in River's Edge* by far. Um, Ashley, your final thoughts on *The Boys Next Door*?
2: Um, you know what? It's the original incel piece for sure. Um, yeah. Definitely gives off strong incel vibes, um, and I can't thank them enough for educating generations of men afterwards. Um, I, I had remember a great in time my day. I remember my.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. You had a great time with us. Yes. Well yes, I, I, I had a great time as well. I remember a time when um you know, our incels from the sixties and seventies wore cool things and called their friends droogs, uh, and actually had sex, you know? And that was that was more fun to me, you know, than the sexless uh teenager killing spree. I like why not just go on a killing spree and just be British? and drink milk for fun that must be cool to drink milk and be a badass um i know you're so jealous right so now. Jealous.
2: Incel,
0: kind of like a blade runner re- reference an incel do you not know what an incel is jeremy
1: no, I'm, I, I don't know what... Uh, uh,
0: oh, and incel, if you go on 4chan or Reddit, you can find out all about it, but to give you a brief synopsis, it is a short term for involuntary celibate, uh, which means you're a guy who doesn't have sex, um, but it's not by choice. Would, it's because all these bitches out here always picking alphas over me. Um, and then you buy, you get your concealed carry permit, and um, that's how you prove that you're a man at that point. Wait a
1: second, is Rantran like a a computer thing? Rantran, what is this called?
0: Incel?
2: Oh, 4chan. 4chan, 4chan, it's a site.
0: Yeah, 4chan is a site, just like 8chan. Um, Jeremy, come on. You were were there January 6th. You know what these sites are. Come on, pal. Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) this <laughs> we have fun um <laughs> ashley where can people find you at
2: um, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius as laughs, or you can find my horror page on Instagram at Slash and Gash DMV. You will be able to find me at the Auto Bar December tenth. I'll be doing the second Saturday shit show for Christmas.
0: Oh, excellent! So definitely check that shit out. Um, I have a slew of murder mysteries myself that are currently not up on my website. So follow me on the social medias, you'll see them. Uh, most recently coming up here is the Mary Murder Mystery on Thirty Fourth Street at. Winchester and Bright Box. Uh, so come out to the Bright Box Theater on the 10th to see that. Uh, we got the DC Improv, the all that shit coming up. And me and Tommy are hitting the road as well. Jeremy, take us the fuck out of here, pal.
1: Tiger Blood! <laughs>